everybody, and welcome to episode nine of the BJJ Foxcast. I am your host, Alex Martinez, and today we have a special guest, Samir Chantre. Samir is a black belt. Uh, he, and he is one of the heads of uh, Aries Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, USA, I would say, right? Or uh, the world. The world. <laughs> um, but um, Samir, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah, so um, we're both just getting out of a tournament, so we may be a little bit run down. I know my voice is, is struggling a little bit, but uh, tell me about uh, how you got involved with uh, AZBJJL, as it's called now. Yeah, it was uh, 2010. Okay. 2010 was the first time I was actually in Brazil. Uh, I had gone to Brazil for a little bit. Uh, after I moved here to America in uh, 2009, and then 2010, I went to Brazil, stayed there for a couple of months and came back. And then uh, Gustavo invited me to go there and uh, ref and compete here, actually. Yeah. To ref and compete. So it was a uh, amen bracket. Amen bracket. Uh, there was a prize money by that time. It wasn't oh, very common. That wasn't okay. very common, right? So it was oh, absolute. Wow. It was absolute. It was me, Bruno Bastos, uh, a bunch of like a bunch of big guys. Wow. Me, yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And then uh, uh and then I rafted. Uh so that was the first time that was the first time ever I got in touch with actually uh, I got to meet Gustavo and all. And uh yeah, and then he told me about the next tournament yeah. that would be going on and uh we spoke about it and uh I ended up starting uh job as a head ref okay so started putting the referees together and all that because before uh gustavo used to do everything yeah uh and then uh, i spoke to him i was like gustavo i think you're doing everything here yeah man. like and yeah. he was like yeah man i was like man, if you wanna uh, uh, i can help let's uh, uh let's talk let's sit down and talk and then i started doing um the head referee and taking some off of his shoulders and all. wow so about almost 13 years now you've yeah. been working with him that's yeah. cool so how did it, so so you were brought in to do basically a grand prix right so yeah. he was going to have local competitors and then you guys were going to be the main event basically right the grand prix with prize money and everything so um that's that's still pretty common i think right for for some tournaments having that grand prix in the middle of a of a tournament that's uh that's i don't want to say starting up but you know has other competitors in it right yeah yeah it is it is and uh, by that time it wasn't very common okay by that time it wasn't very common was uh, 2010 it wasn't yeah. very common and it wasn't very common to give prize money either you know okay and uh, uh um and uh it was pretty good it was pretty good i used to live i was already living in california so for me it was cl relatively close you okay know? and uh yeah he bought us i remember it was me uh uh tusa barata Bruno Bastos, uh, Jay Pages, and some of the guys, you know, I ended up yeah. fighting Jay Pages. Uh, <laughs> so it was, it was a nice, it was a nice setup. It was a nice tournament. And then we ref, we, uh, we ref the whole day and then we stopped. We did the Grand Prix and then we got back to, uh, to Oh ref, my gosh. You know? Wow. Yeah. Hey, I was 21, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, were you a black belt by then? Yes. Okay. I was a black belt. Yeah. I got my black belt in 2009. Okay. After okay. what else? 2009. Wow. So one year into my black belt. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, Tell me about when you got your black belt. Um, is that something that you, I mean, let's let's go back to when you first started. Did you start out in a kid's program? I did. Okay. I, did. I started, uh, I started was eight years old. Wow. Yeah, I started was eight years old, eight or nine. Okay. Uh, 99, actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give up my age. Yeah, I hear you, I hear you. He's 26, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so back in 2010, when I first started, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yeah, so yeah, I started in 1997. Okay. I, I was nine. 
uh, eight or nine, something like that. So um, I, uh, yeah, I started in a kids program, mm. uh, and then I stopped for a little bit because I always played soccer too. Okay. So I always played soccer. Soccer was super big for me. Like, yeah. Always when I was super young, I think. I truly don't remember my life without soccer. Yeah. So I, if you ask me, I think I started soccer at six months old or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I always play soccer, and then uh, I end up having, like, uh, playing in some uh, uh, teams in Brazil, in Rio. So I stopped a little bit of jiu-jitsu to go to soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was that I was 11. So I trained for, like, three, two, uh, three years approximately, and then I stopped and start playing soccer for two years. And then I uh, uh, I was walking around uh, in uh, Copacabana, Rio de Janeiro, where I was from, uh, where I'm from, and I uh, I, I bumped into uh, Alan Moraes, which is my instructor. Yeah. And uh, he wasn't my instructor back then. I trained in, I, I trained in Bolon Jiu-Jitsu and Fabricio uh, Jiu-Jitsu, um, two different schools in Brazil, too, in Rio. Uh, and then, uh, but, but Alan, he was my dad's neighbor. So he was he, he used to live like door to door with my with my dad. So I knew him. He was a good friend of my brother too. Like we used to play soccer together in uh, 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 in uh, in the in the apart like in the uh, complex, building, in the complex. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. So um, he was older, yeah, but he was like good friends with my brother. So we always uh, uh, got to t- got to get, got together and all. So it was, uh, uh, and he was like, hey, you're not training? Why are you not training? You should come and train me. I was like, man, I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I actually want to get into it, get, get back into it. And he was like, yeah, come in, man. He had just got promoted to black belt, like two months. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, yeah, just come back. I was like, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be here tomorrow. What time? And he was like, yeah, 3 p.m. tomorrow here at Carson Gracie School. He was yeah. teaching there. And, uh, uh, yeah, I just got my black belt and this and that. Come and train. I was like, okay, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, you're coming there tomorrow. That's what everybody says, right? <laughs> so a year yeah, later? <laughs> Actually, next day. Was it? Oh, okay. All next right. Next day I was there. He, was, right. he looked at me. He was like, whoa. Yeah. I actually made it. You That's know? cool. From that day on, I was 13, never stopped. And wow. I kept grinding and just fell completely in love with something. It was always my passion, too, but soccer was just... It was just something else for me. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm still, it's still was huge passion. You yeah. know, but of course, jujitsu took over, right? Sure. So, uh, but yeah, in twenty, and then in, uh, uh, that's when I got back into it one hundred percent. It was two thousand and three. Wow. Uh, February two th- February two thousand and three. Yeah. So I got. Uh, Really back into it, and then uh, one year one year later, got promoted to blue belt. I was fifteen year old, wow, fifteen years old, got promoted to blue belt, and then I started like doing every single tournament you can imagine, yeah. competing yeah. every single weekend. Sometimes two tur- two different tournaments in one weekend, like in two different places, like one wow. Saturday, one Sunday, and uh, yeah. And then when I saw, I was already like training three times a day. That's yeah. all I did. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so you while while you were training, so I've seen I've stalked you obviously, um, <laughs> but I've seen a lot of your posts um, when when you go back to your blue belt days, and you had like the Mendez brothers and all these guys that were in your brackets at the time. Yeah. Tell me about that, man. Growing up with those guys, because they're I mean, it's like you you see like the the podium, and it's all like legends of the sport. You know what I mean? What was that like? Yeah, it was nice though. Um, so I was uh, uh, in Rio. I would uh, 
Man, I would win literally everything. Yeah. You know, like all my matches, like, I don't want to brag, but. <laughs> <laughs> this is a safe environment. This is okay, a safe good, environment. Good, 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 good. Yeah. All my matches are like 15 seconds, 20 seconds, wow. one minute, and two minutes. And like, I would do uh, four matches tournaments, and if you put all together, it was like three minutes. Wow. Um, uh, it was like flying triangles, guard, uh, uh, armbar, and flying triangles and triangles. And that's it. Just and a highlight reel. Like, yes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And then I'll go to national level tournaments. And that's when I will face Gimen, this Hafferman, this, and all like super tough fights. So I fought them, uh, Worlds, Nationals, World Cup, uh, all uh, major tournaments like that. Yeah, and uh, it was all, all like I lost by one advantage to Hafa, and then I lost. I, I was beating Hafa with 40 seconds left. He swept me. Oh. I was beating the whole fight. I was beating him the whole fight. You know, <laughs> you were like, you were kicking yeah. his butt before oh you lost. Oh my god! Yes, basically, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, um, that, that that was a nice fight actually. It was on YouTube not long ago. I think they put it. They they uh, uh, they took it down for some reason. Oh okay. Uh, but yeah, um, I was winning. 40 seconds left. He swept me. Wow. Um, uh, I fought Guy. Uh, no, and then I fought half again. Uh, and it was three to two in advantages, so I lost by one advantage again. So it, 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 all really good fights, but if you see like if you see the the bracket was like I ran through one side of the bracket, like yeah. four matches and four submissions. Wow! It, like they would run like the other side of the bracket. So yeah, like all submissions too, and then wow. it would collide, and it would be like a super nice fight, you know? Wow! So it it, it it was nice, man. It was nice being on that generation, and then with so much so much talent, you know, yeah. like. That generation was a super nice generation, and then we had Arifarias. He was he was a weight class below us, and then we had Kishino yeah. that was the weight class uh, uh, heavier. Did you go? Did you grow up fighting him, Kishino, no, or we got teammates? So, okay, we were teammates, oh, okay. but he was heavier. Gotcha. So he would come up and train with us uh, 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 in our gym. Did you just call Kishino fat? Just no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You know, depending, depending on the time of the year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't post that. <laughs> what? We're going to edit that right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, uh, he was, uh, he was featherweight and yeah. I was, uh, life feather. Yeah. Me and, uh, many brothers, many brothers. And then, uh, uh, and then after they moved to feather, uh, and then I moved to feather later, mm. but, uh, they moved to feather. Actually I moved to feather. And then uh, uh, I moved to Life Feather, and then I was always Life Feather and Feather my gotcha. whole career. Yeah. Like trying to make Life Feather the whole time, and then sometimes not making, sometimes lazy about it. So so just for people who don't know, how how, how light is a Light Feather? It's uh, 64, uh, it's uh, 141. One, 141 pounds. Yes. That's with a gi. With a gi. Yeah, yes. and how tall are you? You're like 5'8"? 5'7". Seven. Five, seven? Yeah, that's not easy to do, man. No, it's not, especially when you start so young. Yeah. You know, and like... Uh, the first time I cut weight, I think it was 14. Wow. Yeah. So when you start so young, you just get to a time. And then, uh, uh, but the crazy part was not long ago, like 2018, 2019, I was doing 132. Oh my God. That's yeah. right. For ACBDJ. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And you also did a, uh, I remember you were like Eastern Europe or Russia or something like that. That's you got for really ACB. Yeah. Yeah. That's for ACB. I yeah. did 132. Wow. Yeah. And then I did also a few, I did, I think three Nogi Worlds. At Life Feather, which is 135. Yeah. So, so what, what's the talent pool like where you're from, the real area versus other parts of, of uh, Brazil? Do, do people tend to, like, 
you know, in, in like basketball, you'll have like super teams. Everybody converges onto one to one team. Do, do people do that in Brazil? Like they want to go, I want to go train with this guy and they attract other people and they build a super team. Or is it like very territorial? Like I'm from here and I'm going to represent here. So back in my time, that wasn't that. Okay. No, that wasn't that at all. Like people wouldn't switch, switch teams. Okay. When I got to Black Belt, people started doing this. Like Elias was one of the first ones to actually start doing that. Yeah. So they, they kind of built a super team back in 2009, mm -hmm. something like that. So uh, they won like four or five worlds in a row. Like, wow. Yeah. They had, wow. they had like one big name in a Black Belt division per weight class. Wow. Yeah. It was it, uh, like some of the worlds they would win seven out of ten divisions wow like okay it's pretty crazy yeah yeah so they i think they were the first ones to start doing this in my time you know yeah but before not much man like before like there was way more like there was way more like uh, um there was still that uh, uh mentality you mm -hmm. know like you don't leave you don't leave gym, yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah like, yeah yeah that's that's pre-youtube Era, oh, yeah. right yeah you don't yeah, you don't I, post your stuff you don't no, share anything yeah yeah social media i remember uh i remember when i uh, uh uh when i started like uh looking for training because the thing about the thing about uh, uh me growing up was that uh i started i started in a gym where my instructor was starting teaching the classes mm. so he didn't have like a lot of students and um i was that guy who fell in love with it i was that 14 15 year old Matt rat, you know, like yeah. that would train and all I did was going to go into school and train, train, you know, yeah. and then I would go play soccer on the weekend, uh, go to the beach, but I, I was training two to three times a day. Wow. So, uh, what happened was that a lot of my, uh, a lot of my teammates, it would be cyclical, right? They would leave to go to school mm -hmm. to, uh, for jobs mm. and isn't that and it was just me so yeah. every year would be uh uh cycling through like yeah people leave and then new people come in and people and then by the time it was like purple brown belt i didn't have enough training uh or even even like even was like in a high level of my soul let's say my third my third years of blue belt yeah so my last years of blue belt like I didn't have, I didn't really have enough training partners, yeah. like enough high level good training partners. So I'll go to either other uh, uh, times during my uh, uh, in my gym, you know, and would visit some friends too. Yeah, and that's how uh, like uh, the uh, very first time I trained with Kyle with yeah. his brother and uh, some of the guys that used to train with us there. Yeah, you know, was kind of like that too. And this was something like new and that. Like my instructor was always open minded about it. Okay. And he was like, Yeah, go ahead. That's yeah. rare, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Super rare. Yeah. Super rare. You know, and I talk about it all the time because if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would be who I am today. Yeah. You know, because he was open minded back then. Uh he was open minded when I decided to move to America mm. and not representing our team anymore. Yeah. And then uh and if you see right now what happened. Like we have a team together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If, if I if we he did if he wasn't open minded about it, if he wasn't mature about it, if he didn't think about me, maybe we would collide, maybe we'll you know, like uh, yeah. uh um, maybe we'll uh, uh fight or yep. something. It'd and be then, a falling out. Yeah. yeah. And then even if we even if we had an opportunity down the road, you wouldn't have that relationship, you know. Yeah. So um, a lot of people come to me and say, "Hey, Sammy, it's I, I think it's so nice how you have a relationship with your instructor for so long, how you guys get along so well," and I'm like, "I'm uh, man, I'm like that person that wants to get along with everyone." Yeah. You know, but I truly give him a lot of credit for it 
because uh, it was a really two-way thing. You yeah. Know? It wasn't because I'm the best person in the world. It was because uh, he has... You know, like he had a really open mind. And he has a real. He thought about me. He thought about me. You know. Yeah. He was like, he, this kid's silent. This kid's. This kid can do good in the future. You know. Yeah. So he, he, he did for me, what others didn't give didn't do for him. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It, and uh, Josh Cisneros talked, and I talked about this um, when he was training with Tom Knox in in California. Um, he always said that Tom. You know, he Tom relied on him because he was one of the teachers and, he, you know, one of the instructors there in the academy. But he always told him, if you have a good opportunity, go take it. Like, he always had his best interest in mind. And I think for longevity, yours is the perfect story, right? He, he brought you up as, as basically a kid, right, yep. through the system. And then... You, have, you left, you left, not only did you leave Brazil and his team, you left the team period, yeah. right? You went to, I think you were CTA at the time when I you came? W- no, I was actually a uh, Gracie fighter. So Caesar Gracie. Oh, okay. Caesar Gracie. Yeah, okay. Sky was a Caesars. Gotcha. So I came to, tra- I came to do uh, uh, worlds. I wasn't even going to stay for good. Yeah. I came, I came in to do worlds as a brown belt. And then uh, um, I, I did worlds and then end up, uh, uh, the come up an opportunity uh, as Caesars. And he was like, yeah, there's an opportunity here. What do you think? I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I went to Brazil, stayed there for two months, uh, came back, and then uh, my instructor promoted Black Bell. I spoke to him, hey, this came up. What do you think? He was like, Samir, do it. That's so cool, man. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, especially for that era. Now, it's not that long ago. Yeah. But but it's still a different era. No, in jiu-jitsu, it's like... A thousand years. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. In jiu-jitsu, 15 years is like a thousand years. It's like, yes. Man, I tell people so many things like about, like, the difference to jiu-jitsu now, like pay payouts, yeah. sponsorships, yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. People like just people starting jiu-jitsu now and seeing all what's going on, they have no idea, no clue. Yeah, no idea. yeah, and and I don't either. I I didn't start that long ago. So yeah. hearing these stories, I'm I'm like at the edge of my seat, really. But tell me about like um. So you were talking about the 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 third year at blue belt. What was the? Now I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but what was the um your you know your highest achievement at blue belt what do you think that is at blue belt at blue belt i um i want europeans state uh nationals i third at worlds uh, yeah. Pretty much, was uh, World still in Brazil back then? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to and travel World to Cup, Brazil. World Cup. Okay. Yeah. Uh, World Cup. That I have the podium with uh, uh, Guy and. Yes, Huffle. I remember. That's a, that's a picture I saw. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. wild, man. That's yeah. pretty cool. And then, so you got your purple, and then, yes. again, are you are you just like, are you just going to Europe and and are you tr- are you competing in Europe and Brazil, or did you have opportunities to come to the states as well? No, because that wasn't that wasn't really the only tournament here in America was Pan Am's. Wow! And I didn't. I honestly never even heard about it. Right. Yeah. I was like, uh, 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 I just did the Europeans. I don't. Even, I don't even remember how it came up. Like I think I was on the ABDF, uh, ABDF website. Yeah. And popped up like Europeans. I'm like, hmm. Why not? As well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's so cool. I was like, I spoke to my family. I was like, oh yeah, let's make, let's do a family trip. Yeah, then, uh, that's cool. It was me, my mom, and my brother went to uh, went to Portugal when I competed as a blue belt. Yeah, very cool. Now today it'd be like a sponsor going, yeah, sure, I'll I'll fly you out. You yeah. know what I mean? Be very no, different. It's, it's, it's different. Very it's different, different story, man. Yeah. Um, and and that, we were talking about blue belt, and then uh, when we get to black belt, I'll, I'll talk about differences. Okay. My first years of black belt. Perfect. Right? Perfect. Yeah. So let's talk about. Um, I don't want to get the story wrong. 
but you told a story about how you got your brown belt. I did, yes. Tell us that story because I think it's I think it's fan, it's fantastic and kind of funny at the same time. Okay, so uh, let's start with uh, purple belt. Okay. Uh, at I, so when I got my purple belt, I was killing it. Yeah. Like my blue belt, I like like I was telling you, like my last my last six months as a blue belt, it was like uh, not even joking. Like the black belts in the academies, they were they would be like. I'm not training with Samir <laughs> if you don't promote him. And yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he'll tell my instructor that. That's I'm funny. not training Samir if you don't promote him. Yeah. It was I was way far forward then. But my instructor wanted me to do worlds, yeah. you know? He he was like I want him to uh to do worlds last last time as a uh, uh blue belt and that's it and then I'll promote him. But And you were what, 16, 17 at the time? 17. Maybe? Yeah, 17. 17. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um uh, Super young, two years of blue belt only, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and I had, but, and yeah, I would do the tournaments, the state tournaments, like, uh, literally, I would, in the state level, would submit every match in less than a minute. Wow. You know, and a uh, funny story, I remember my, my mom hates seeing me compete, right? <laughs> oh, she hates seeing me compete, she gets too nervous. Yeah. And then uh, she, uh, she went to one of, to one of the state tournaments, and I did two matches, I submit both of them in, in like under thirty seconds, probably. Wow! And uh, I looked at her. I was like, "Oh, pr- I, I thought she was going to be all proud." She's like, "Please stop doing this." <laughs> I was like, "Mom, you just got it, done in thirty seconds." Exactly. Like, <laughs> and she was like, "It's too much for me. Don't Aww, do that." I was like, yeah. "Mom, it took me thirty seconds." You know, like she was, <laughs> right? like, she was yeah. like, "Yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah." Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. funny. Uh, um, so going back to that. I uh, I was killing it. I was killing on my blue belt. You know, like I said, I think on my la- um, I was uh, undefeated. I think thirty eight matches wow. as a blue belt, and I believe I submitted like ninety percent of it. Wow! Literally, literally, wow. not even yeah. Uh, and then I lost. It was when I lost to uh, to Gimenez at Brazilian Nationals. Mm. Um, who then, is a tough dude. Oof, he is yeah, a tough yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, so those of you that don't know, the Mendez brothers have a academy in California called Art of Jiu-Jitsu, and they are, I mean, you know, they, they've been competing at the highest, well, they've retired, but yeah. they compete at the highest level for at least 11 years, right? Yeah. At least 11 years. And and they have, you know, every accolade that we'll, that we'll talk about later, but uh, yeah, yeah, so please, sorry, continue. Yeah, so, uh, and, oh, and then, uh, uh, and they were... Sp- Always super talented, and yep. and you know uh, 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 that was their life too. And uh, basically, the competition was them. Yeah, like we were training for them. Like wow. And then when I when I lost to Guy, uh, I started training. It, it, it's like you get kind of obsessed yep. because that th- they were the only ones I trained for because uh, like that was not really competition between. Uh, it was only me in the national level when I fought and I faced them, and then me in the international level when yeah. I faced them. And then uh, between them was basically just training for me, the tournaments that I would do. Yep. So all my training was to fight them, you know? Yeah. And uh, I even made a post about it when they retired. I posted about it, and, like, they made me grow so much, yeah. you know, as a, 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 as a fighter because... I trained so much thinking about them. Yeah. All my belts, you know, and black belts, too. So uh, uh, it, it, I was like, okay, my last war was a blue belt. Man, I want to do good. You yeah, know? yeah. So um, yeah, so I was killing it. I was doing really good as a blue belt. I won Europeans that uh, uh, that 
the last year as a blue belt too. So I uh, uh, was doing really good as a blue belt. And then my instructor promotes me, you know, like everyone expected. Yeah. Not really, you know, uh, surprised. Yeah. And man, like everyone was like, man, Samir's going to kill Purple Bell. Yeah. You know, my instructor always had that mentality of uh, I'm only promoting you when I feel like you're going to re- do really good at the new belt. Yeah. He never believed that I'm going to promote you so you c- and you're going to work to deserve that belt. You're not growing into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I like that. He, he never believed that. Yeah. He was like, you're going to grow until you, you're you almost ready for the, the following. following belt. Yeah. You know? So, and then when he promoted to, Blue belt, to, to Purple Belt, it was just a different time in my life. Mm-hmm. I went to college. I turned 18, which yeah. is the, uh, uh, it's a legal age in Brazil. You know, you can go out, you can yeah. go to clubs, you can drink, you can, uh, uh, and then you go to college and yep. then everything started. And then I started going, uh, uh, in a ship too with a, a public defendant in Brazil. In Rio. Okay. So I, my life kind of shifted a little bit. Never stopped training. Mm-hmm. Training was always uh, a priority for me, just not training as much as I used mm-hmm. to. Uh, I th- just my life shifted a little bit. Yeah. You know, my focus shifted a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't do good. Didn't do very good in that belt. I still, I still, uh, I won a, a state championship, but not even close as many times as I won before. Yeah. I didn't do very good in a national level. I didn't even reach, uh, I think, podium on a, a, a purple belt. Mm. Uh, I didn't do Worlds because it was the the same year Worlds moved to America. Okay. It was that year, 2007. Yeah. It was the first uh, Worlds in America. So I didn't do Worlds. The only big tournament I did was uh, uh, World Cup and uh, Nationals. Mm-hmm. Both of them I lost on my fourth match. I didn't wow. podium. Wow. Um, featherweight. I moved up in weight class too. So that, of course, that interfered a little bit too. Yeah. I moved up a weight class. I uh, did win state championship and some good tournaments, but not national level. And then, man, I was like, okay. And, and it started, and for me, became more like fun. Why? Uh, long story short, too, like, by that time, b- back in the days, there was not really much hope for me that I was going to leave jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, I never said like, oh, I want to be a, f-. not that I didn't say that I want to be a fighter, but I didn't see much hope on being a fighter. Yeah. You know, that there was no money in jujitsu yeah. whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I come from a, a, a pretty good family, you know, like a, a nice neighborhood. Mm. I, I, I went, I was, I was uh, studying law, uh, working the public defender mm. in Rio. So I I would. I was going to have a good life, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. but if I decided jujitsu, probably not so much. <laughs> you know, uh, that yeah. was kind of like my, uh, 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 you know, like the impression that was pretty clear. Yeah. You know? So I was like, yeah, I have to start dedicating myself to other areas now. Yeah. You know? So, but I still train. I still competed and everything, and I, I would still like. And our team was so nice too. The gym there, the academy, the environment. My my structure is like. And he was like, we were so, we had so, such a good relationship. You know, I would go to train and then go to his house, play video games, and then yeah. go, you know, like go acai, and nice. then, you know, like such a good lifestyle, and then train again. So um, I never wanted to stop that lifestyle. I never yeah. wanted to quit that lifestyle. Right. So I kept going, and tournaments, it's, 
was built in me too, you know? Yeah. So I wouldn't stop going to tournaments. Even though, like, I could go out last night, I would still do the tournament, right. you know, in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I, like, the benefits of being y- that young, 18, right? Yeah. Yes, 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 definitely. And not caring. Yeah. You know, and I like, didn't care, you know? Yeah. It was just a purple belt kid, you know? Like, I wasn't, uh, but at that time, I wasn't like, I, I don't. I didn't want to be, become a professional, yeah. so I, it wasn't my priority. So mess up like that for me didn't sure. matter. Yeah, uh, and um, and then uh, one year, so that was one year and a half into my purple belt, and my instructor was like, "Just so you know, next tournament's gonna be your last one as a as a purple belt." Wow! I like what? <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" Like. I thought I deserved my 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 purple bell like six months before you're thinking about yeah, yeah. give it to me. Yeah, and you didn't. Yeah, and now that man, I'm just messing around here, yeah. and you want to promote me to brown bell? Wow. Yeah. Were, of course, were, I were didn't you, complain. Were you 20 years old yet? No, you're 19. 17. 17 still? Okay. 17. Yeah. No, no, no. 18. I'm sorry. 18. 18. Gotcha. 18. Yeah. I had, no, actually, I was. Uh, I, was I 18? I think I was 18. Yeah, okay. I was 18. I had just turned 18. Yes. Gotcha. I had just yeah. turned 18. Uh, so, yeah, I went to college. I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. I was 18. And I was like, man, I don't deserve a brown belt. Right. But I never questioned, I never questioned my, my, of course. my doctor, you know? Uh, and I was like, okay, might as well just train, you know? Like, <laughs> now I got I to gotta feel that I deserve it, you know? Yeah. So I did train. Uh, I think uh, he said, like, the next two tournaments. Next two tournaments, so uh, I uh, trained. I trained and I trained and I won both tournaments. Nice. And I won the last. And uh, the tournament that I won, the last tournament that I won, uh, which was uh, uh, American Cup, I I won, beating in the finals, submitting in the finals, a guy who beat me as a blue belt when I was doing the qualifiers for Worlds. Wow. So Worlds back in the days, they have they had qualifiers, mm. the Worlds in Brazil. Uh, so you had to do the qualifiers one weekend, and if you qualify, you go to Worlds. So uh, back in the day, so Worlds, uh, you, you could only do Worlds if you, were, if you were state champion, national champion, or world champion. Wow. Actually, I'm sorry, a podium. Podium gotcha. state, okay. state level, uh, national level, or uh, uh, international level. Yeah. Uh, but my first year as a blue belt, I didn't even fight any of the, to- the those tournaments. Yeah. So I tried to do the qualifiers, and I lost to this guy. Wow. And uh, so as a purple belt, I submitted him in the finals. No way. So, yeah. So when I submitted him in the finals, my instructor threw him in the brown belt. I remember this. Yes, he threw me in the brown belt. <laughs> and then it was funny because I tried to do the open class. Yeah. And they're like, nope. I was like, why? I'm pro. No, no. You just got presented, a brown belt. Yeah, you yeah. presented your brown. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That's hilarious. I saw I couldn't do the. Uh, I couldn't do it. So, man, it was. Uh, uh, so, in my mind, I was like, man, like, I uh, I thought I deserved the, the, the purple belt so much. Yeah. So much. Yeah. And he didn't do it. He didn't do it. And then he finally did. And I didn't think I deserved the brown belt. Yeah. And he did it. Wow. Funny thing. Yeah, yeah. My brown belt I was 10 times better than my purple belt. Really? Is, is that when you kind of decided, hey, this is the path I'm going on? Nope. What? <laughs> it was when I decided... If I don't train a lot, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, get my butt kicked. Butt kicked. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. So I'm like, man, like if I'm not doing 
super well on my uh, purple belt, I'm going to get smashed on brown mm -hmm. belt. You mm -hmm. know, there's no way. And yeah. I would watch the tournaments, the brown belt tournaments, and man, like, Durinho, Bruno Malfacini, yeah. like, all those yeah. guys were, uh, 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 they were always one belt ahead of me, right? And uh, uh, I would watch them. I was like, man, how can I face guys like that? You yeah. know, like, they, they felt like they were so ahead of me. And I'm like, man, I don't know. But yeah, so I started training. I cut. Uh, uh, so my first tournament was a state championship. I won. My second tournament was Europeans, three fights, three submissions. Wow. Brown belt featherweight. No way. That's yeah. cool, man. Three yeah. fights, three submissions, and then a state championship. I won the state championship, and then uh, Brazilian nationals for uh, CBJJE. So it's another federation. So I won. Uh, I won a South American tournament, and then I. Uh, I got third at Brazilian Nationals mm -hmm. for uh, IBJJF, and then I got third at World Championship. Yeah. So I pulled him in every single one. Uh, uh, pulled him at Worlds, pulled him at Brazilian Nationals, and one Europeans, one South American, one state. Wow. So, and all in a so ten times better results than yeah. I had on my on the belt that I really thought I deserved. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I didn't have so much good results, yeah. and then the one I thought I didn't, I didn't. So it's all about it's all about what you, how you do your mindset. Yeah, you know? your perspective on it, right? Yeah. So my, I, I, it shift my mindset shift. Like I'm like one. I'm like I'm just I'm good. I don't need to train. I don't need to train as much. I can just have fun, and I will still do good. Yeah. That messed me up. Yeah. The other one was, I need to train because I want to win. I want to do good because I don't think I'm quite there. Yeah. And that, that switch, man. Springboard. Yep. That's cool. So it's completely shift. Uh, and I can't say it didn't affect m my college I'm sure. grades. I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something's got to suffer, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, in the end of the day, I, uh, so I came to the worlds here in America I did uh, four matches. I lost two every four years in the semis. Mm. Um, got third place, and I had opportunity. Uh, uh, opportunity came up. Uh, one of the affiliations from Caesar. Mm. He uh, uh, guy left, and I ended up teaching a, a, a little class there. Okay. I liked it. I came back to Brazil. My instructor was like, "Yeah, promote me to black belt," and. I was here. Oh good. man, that's that's cool. That's a cool story about how you got here. Um, let me ask you about um, the you know, so in 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 IBJJF rule set, uh, when it comes to belts, you know, you have to be a white belt. I guess there's no limit on white belt, yeah. right? But blue belt minimum two years, purple belt minimum eighteen months, one year at brown belt, and then black belt, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, was that still in play back then? Could yes. you get your okay? So you couldn't yes. just get bumped up. So uh, you that. That actually started when I was a blue belt. Okay. And that was because of um, uh, two guys, actually, that one ended up fighting. It was Gabriel Moraes. Mm -hmm. So Gabriel Moraes, I fought him three times as a black belt. I'm sorry. So Gabriel Moraes, he won Purple Belt Worlds. Next year, he won Black Belt Worlds. Wow. Yes. Holy he won. Crap. Yes. Yes. Uh, or was it blue belt and black belt? 
was something like uh, I think it was purple. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. He won. I think it was twenty uh, uh, two thousand and one. He won twenty twenty one. Purple belt, and then two thousand and two, he won as a uh, black belt. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it was some crazy. And then Ivaniel, Ivaniel, uh, to Ivaniel, he did the same thing. So he won. Uh, I think he won blue and then brown, something like that. Wow. But then that that was when they caught, and then they were like, we we can't. Uh, they were doing that in Manaus a lot mm -hmm. in the, in the uh, Amazon. Um, so they were doing that a lot, like promoting the guys way too fast there. Yeah. But oh, they proved themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. They were they were deserving, <laughs> but yeah. they hadn't put in the time, basically, yeah, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and we see, uh, we just saw this happening with uh, uh, Diogo, Fabricio, and uh, uh, Mika. Yep, Mika Gabal. Yeah, yep. and yep. they're from Manaus too. Oh, Nampa. okay. Hey. The kids proved themselves again, you know. So hands down, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, but the federation wanted to do something about it, and it did. I remember, and I also remember uh, that Kyle wasn't able to fight. He also got promoted from uh, purple to black pretty fast. I think he only spent six months as a uh, brown belt. Oh, so he got flagged too. He didn't compete for the nationals. Because um, they suspended him, basically. He was suspended. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same time. It was him and Ivaniel um, suspended at the same time, and I, I think they kind of caught because of Ivaniel that time. Yeah. 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 Because he was a purple belt, and then uh, six months later, he wanted to compete at black belt. Wow. Because I think it was the same structure as uh, um, uh, Gabriel Moraes. Yep. I did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, there's a lot of those rules that I, I totally agree with. I think I think the 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 belt system, I think it's really good. Uh, compared to because there's certain things like uh, I think there's a rule where you can't be an orange belt as in a kids program until you're a certain age maybe like 11 or 12 mm -hmm. something like that which I think is really smart and you can't get your blue belt until you're um, the 16 the year you're turned yeah. yeah and then um, you know black belt you have to be at and least 18 purple belt 17 17 and then brown belt 18 yeah and then uh, uh, basically 18 to for uh, 19 for black belt yeah and I, I think that's a good thing because I mean. In my opinion, once you hit that level, once you hit that brown belt, black belt level, you should be almost not not just you know a really good jujitsu person, but you should also be in a position where you're mentoring people, right? Yeah. You should be at a, at an age where you can mentor. Not, I don't want to talk bad about any other martial art. Yeah. They're all great. They're all they all have their purpose, but I, I think that a 20, 21 year old black belt is better in a better position uh, mentally and physically to mentor someone than say a 10 year old black belt in, in a different, in a different art. So that's really Absolutely. cool. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. I think uh, there's way more uh, to it mm -hmm. than the, only the technical aspect of Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. You know, so uh, unless <laughs> they do something about like sport jujitsu and martial arts jujitsu. Right. You know, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But I do, I, I do agree that I do agree that uh, uh, there are other aspects of the belt that maybe a sixteen-year-old are not ready for it. Right. You know? Yeah, and that's 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 really clear. Especially, I've been sixteen. I was an idiot. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So okay. So tell me about your transition to the states. You you came over, got your black belt from Allen, right? Yeah. And then and that was under Carlson Gracie, basically. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Under Carlson Gracie system, you come to the states and you're training and you're competing in the states. What? Obviously, there's differences, right? But now you're like on your own, like your family's back in Brazil still. I, I imagine. Yeah. And then you're you're here on your own. What was it like? Were you living with friends, or were yeah. you have your own place? And what was that like? No, I uh, uh, I was living uh, when I first got here. I was uh, uh, basically living nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I was. Uh, uh, I I stayed. I stayed in the gym for a little bit. I stayed at a friend's house. One of the students' house. I stayed at uh, one of a friend's house. 
Um, and then I finally, I think four months, uh, three months later, I, can, I stayed uh, at one of, uh, 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 I was teaching a gym, so I stayed in the, uh, in the uh, owner's home. Okay. Uh, and then I stayed, and then I was teaching another gym, and then I stayed at Caesar's home, Caesar, uh, Caesar Gracie, uh, not at his house, but like another house that he had. So I stayed at, his, uh, at that house while I was teaching mm-hmm. to kind of pay for my, uh, yep. f- uh, for my housing. Yep. And uh, and then I finally, I think six months after, I started, uh, um, I started sharing an apartment with Kyle. Okay. Yeah. So then we got the apartment together, and that's when um, it started to become a little bit more stable. Yeah. Before, like my, the first six months, the first six, the first six months here was pretty wild. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So, had you made had you made the commitment to yourself, like, hey, I'm gonna do jujitsu for a living, or was it just something like, hey, I'll go to the states, compete, teach a little bit, live the lifestyle? No. So, uh, even that was this uh, how I sold that to my mom. <laughs> I told my mom, I was like, hey, I can be a lawyer when I'm 30. Yeah, that's true. I can't be a jujitsu fighter when I'm 30. Yep. You know, so. Uh, like I mean, starting a jiu-jitsu of course, career, of course, right? yeah, I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I was twenty, right? I was mm. twenty. Uh, I don't know how my mom let me. But I was. T- <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah, if my, my daughter when she's turned twenty, if she says she's going to another country, no, I was like, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Um, so, uh, um, so I told her I was like, hey. I can go back, you know. So I I, uh, I put my I put my my school, my my uh, uh, membership on. I froze my membership basically. Mm-hmm. On my uh, so I had two years to come back and start where I stop. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try for two years, see where it goes. Yeah. You know, and and I I had just got my black belt. Yeah. I didn't know if I was going to be a good black belt. Right. I didn't know if I was going to uh, uh, be successful. I didn't know if I was going to. Like the lifestyle, I don't know if I was going to be able to live away from my mom. Wow, you know, like yeah. I didn't know anything. Yeah, I didn't know anything. Like I never lived away from my mom, from my uh, my siblings. You know, yeah. like you know, uh, I was like, okay, let me try it out and see how it goes. If in two years, and I didn't about visa too. Like if my visa was going, yeah, like you know, yeah. And nowadays, uh, 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 there's just so many people you can look up to and see oh i want to follow that route i want to mm. follow that route i want to yep. follow back then man like i think if i I, c- I could count on my on one hand the amount of brazilians that i had in my uh, in our neighborhood then. yeah you know like in a in a 300 mile ratio there in northern california i think we had like what five ten yeah you know like uh, what schools there uh claudio franza Ralph Gracie and Caesar Gracie. That's wow. it. Wow. Yeah. There's three schools there. You know, so, uh, affiliations mm. uh, for Brazilians. I mean, right? Yeah. Um, affiliations, but that was it. Yeah. You know, like now, pff, every corner you trip in jiu jitsu. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you're walking up. Or you can jump. You can join a Facebook group. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, I'm looking for people in this area. Find them, no problem. Man, yeah. Like just in my little town with two hundred, two hundred thousand people, I got like. Uh, 10 gyms wow you know? yeah so and back then i think it was 10 gyms the whole northern california yeah. you know yeah so um yeah so i didn't have like much you know like i had uh so i had kyle that had just won worlds that was always uh, uh like was always a uh, 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 phenom yeah you know? yeah uh and i had me coming up i was like man he he was my he was the only person that I could say like oh okay I'm gonna try that route you yeah know? uh but like I said he was always he was always ahead of game too you know yeah 
So yeah, you you had mentioned that he was like always ahead of like um, you know um, I don't want to say that he was like you know he was kind of spearheading the 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 life right doing that for a living and, and I I think if I remember correctly you're saying like you know coming up with like uh, like sponsorships and associations and yeah. doing that kind of stuff yeah. so yeah. can you yeah, yeah just elaborate yeah. on that a little bit yeah he was always ahead of the game Kyle's very 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 smart guy very yeah. intelligent uh, always ahead of the game. Yeah. So he was very good, always very good with social media, always very good. And uh, he just was good. He was just sort of amazing, you know? Yeah. So he would, uh, he popularized, he, he, he was able to uh, uh, to put his name, to uh, uh, put his name out there, you yeah. know? So, of course, I would see those things, you know, uh, uh, mirrors those things. But at the same time, it was just, he was a black belt already for a year and a half, I think. Mm. And I had just got my black belt. Right. You know? So yeah. I didn't know what I was going to be. I didn't know if I was going to be able to win or all. I didn't know if I was going to be able to be in a spotlight. You know? Yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't know anything. And, know? This, and this is so wild for me to hear because I'm like, you know, I, I think we met when you were like in your ninth or tenth year at, you know, maybe eighth year at Black Belt. So you, yeah, anyway, so yeah. So yeah. 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 I was human before too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So I didn't know, like, just the example that I gave it to you, like, I thought I was going to do really good at purple belt and I didn't. You right. Know? Yeah. I didn't know much about brown belt and I did really well. Yeah. So you can't you you can't just think, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna leave it. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna leave it. Go through the process. You know, go through the process, see how yeah. it goes. Yeah. So I had two years. So that was kinda of my deadline. Yeah. I had two years. If I um if I do good, I stay. If not, I have to come back to keep uh to keep my uh uh uh, going to school yeah. and go back to school to yep. law school. Um, I could only freeze for two years. For yep. two years, otherwise, I would lose uh, uh, four semesters that I did. Wow. Okay. I was like, I didn't want that. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, um, I had just got promoted on my uh, internship too. So uh, I was like, <laughs> hey, yeah. You're walking like, away uh, from a lot, yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 And uh, and a very stable family too. Yeah. And, you know, like all that. Like, oh, it wasn't that. Uh, I came for the American dream. Right. It wasn't for like a poor, poor kid from Brazil trying his life. Yeah. It wasn't like that. Yeah, you know? I gave up a lot to not have a place to to. <laughs> like my mom never heard any any of the stories. Wow. I told. I remember that my stepfather, he was like when he found out, like in a conversation, not like way long after, you know, like maybe like five years after, he was like, "And you never told any of that." And I was like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> and like my mom never told. I never told my mom that I was that I was sleeping in the car for a couple of days. Wow! In, you know, like that I slept in the gym, that yeah. I slept in friends' house and students' house. That I went to. That I did. Like I slept to uh, uh, one of the students' house. That we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't stay in the house, but we could sleep in the house. Wow! So I would go in my backpack, leave my stuff in my in my car. Just get my just get a little backpack with just a, a change of clothes and yeah. you know a toothbrush and set. Boom, sleep. Get up in the morning, go to the academy. You know, wow. like, and, and like my mom is living like we used to live in Brazil in front of Copacabana Beach. You know, wow, like little yeah. steps away. Yeah, nice view and all. So That's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> and but I just I it was never my plan. Yeah, to come here and hey mom, send me money. You right, know? like yeah. it was never my plan. I wanted to live the life. I wanted yep. to go through. Otherwise, I would never know if I could make it or not. Yep. You know, like th th was, this wasn't the plan. Yeah. You know? So I was like, you know, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to uh, do what, do what, do what, do what's needed and see how it goes. Yeah. And then, uh, so I got here in uh, July 2009. So 13 years, just uh, uh, 13 year, 
13 years uh, last month. So uh, July 20, uh, 2009, I got here. I won Nogi Nationals. I was runner-up Nogi World Champion. I I think that was about it mm -hmm. in, that, uh, in that first six months, right? Wow. Because I came here, like, not first six months, first four months. Yeah. Because I came here already almost uh, uh, July, so four, five months. And then, so next year... I uh, I close out. So I, I got to the quarterfinals at Worlds, which for me, like first Worlds a black belt, I got to quarterfinals. I got to uh, quarterfinals. So I went to the next day, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. For me, it was a very huge. You yeah. Know? Of course, I had way more uh, uh, expectations, but it is what it is. But then I uh, I won Nogi Worlds. I closed out with Kayo Nogi Worlds. Wow. And... One nationals, gi and no gi. Nice. So so one nationals gi and no gi, close out worlds no gi, and then uh, took third the Pan Am's no gi, and then the next year I took third that gi worlds, and then it started like my my yep. career start escalating. Yeah. You know? Like then, my career start escalating. My my visa was approved. And then, you know, like, things was getting better and better. And nice. then I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to keep going this route. You yeah. Know? So, like, I go in this route. And in 2013, uh, and then after that, of course, I, uh, and then I start teaching. And then we actually, we, we left, uh, uh, we left Caesar. And then we started CTA. Yeah. Uh, and then I start teaching. Uh, then we start teaching different schools. And I start teaching at Caius too. And then I start uh, opening a little, uh, a little school. Um, like in partnership with a, 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 a lady that had a karate school. Okay. Uh, and then I, um, and then in 2012, I went to Brazil for the first time after all that. Like money was tight, yeah. you know, uh, my visa had just came out and I had to pay for the visa too. It's pretty expensive. Uh, so my first time going back to Brazil was December 2012. Mm-hmm. And I had just got back to my, uh, uh, got back virtually yeah. <laughs> with my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> All right. And uh, we actually got engaged. Okay. And then I, later she came, so we got married. We nice. got married in Brazil. And then, yeah, and then life started escalating from there. And then uh, um, a few years later, we start Aries and yeah. all that. So, Yeah, so let's let's talk about that. So um, when you started Aries, um, we, we were in transition to, I was under Paul Nava at the time. I'm still under Paul Nava, but Paul, I was training at Paul specifically. And, um, we were in transition. We were kind of without an association and, um, Paul, I remember, he, you know, he was bummed and he was just talking about, well, maybe he'll start his own association or maybe he'll join this one or that one. And we were just kind of throwing ideas around. And then all of a sudden the opportunity came up with, with Aries. Were we the first Aries affiliate? You guys were actually Samir Shantra affiliate. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Before Aries. Uh, so, Kishinu um, left Kyle. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, Kishinu was, was no longer uh, Kyle's uh, CTA. Yep. I was still there. Kishinu was teaching at Caesar. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I ended up leaving uh, too. But I didn't want to go back to Caesar's. I didn't, I, I'm like, I wasn't start, I, I was already in a stage of my career that if it was to uh, not belong to the my to my to my previous association, mm. I was going to start my own. Yeah, you know, I wasn't going to to just join another team. Yeah, um, I 
by that time I had already I had just won another world championship. Actually, yes, I had I just won uh, 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 Nogi Worlds in 2014, uh, and then uh, I think I won like th- uh, three Pan Ams, wow. uh, Nogi no pants. Other than that, I podium at all the pants too, like a, a bunch of uh, gi pants and all that. So I was already in a stage of my career that um, I didn't want to be under anybody else. Yeah. You know? um, so, and then Milton also uh, uh, left Kyle's. So, uh, but Kishin was still under Caesars. Mm-hmm. Kishin, Kishin was teaching at Caesars. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to start anything right now. Why Kishin is still not here because uh, the plan yep. was always for us to 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 start something together. Okay. And my instructor was still at Carson Gracie. Yeah. So and then when Paul saw I left Kyle, Paul, we uh, we bumped into each other here at, uh, at one of the tournaments yeah. in Arizona, and he was like, "Some we need to talk." I was like, "What's up?" And he was like, uh, "I just left uh, my previous association." Yeah. And uh, I want to talk to. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" I just left uh, <laughs> the station too. And it was yeah. like, "We need to talk." I was like, yeah. "Okay, uh, let's get on the phone." So, uh, uh, so I didn't want to start anything, but of course, I wanted to compete. And yeah. I was uh, with a second degree black belt. Yep. Uh, and I was the only one uh, uh, between me, Kyle, Paul. I was the only one. So I started the. Uh, so I started. I was like, we didn't even like. Okay, so let's do some Shantra. Once Kishingu leaves, we start uh, uh, the team. So we did yeah. we did Samishantre, and I think that was that was when we met. Yep. And uh, uh, we did Nogi Worlds. We did a few tournaments at Samishantre. Yep. Uh, and um, uh, I think you won that Nogi Worlds, yep. right? Yep. No, no, I I uh, I took I took third. I got okay. submitted with seven seconds left. On the oh clock, the guy almost took my, my foot off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was really, yeah. it was a stupid move. I'll regret that forever. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for reminding. You. <laughs> <laughs> that one cut me deep. <laughs> uh, Sorry for bringing it up. So uh, and then uh, uh, I remember Paul won. Yeah, Paul won. Um, I uh, I had that memorable match with John Miao in the finals. Yep. Which I won, and then they uh, removed my points after the bell had already. Uh, uh, yeah. Ran, but. Still yeah, won. I still won that match. Yeah, in, in, inside technically. Know, I, yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, and then after that, I think uh, it was December. Um, I called Kishinho. Kishinho, come here. Come here to the uh, to my gym. We teach together here. We split. Uh, we split the gym here, and uh, I was like. Uh, so we could start Aries. I'm like, come here, come to my town, you know, like we teach, teach in the gym with me and then we split, we split whatever we have here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. And then, uh, that's when we start Aries. Wow. So then, uh, oh, and a big detail, uh, they closed Carson Grace in Brazil. Oh, they closed the school because I think the owner of the building wanted to sell the building. So they kicked everyone out from the building. Whoa. So they closed uh, Carson Grace, the original OG Carson Grace school in Brazil. Whoa. So my instructor left Carson Gracie and started teaching a gym uh, uh, nearby. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, weeks later, they reopened without my instructor. Wow. So they kind of did... They, uh, I don't know if that was, uh, um, you know, all planned out. Yeah, know? yeah, uh, that's, yeah. I know, uh, I'm sure, uh, uh, 
you know, uh, uh, people have their own stories, you know. But he must have been devastated. He was. Yeah. But at the same time, it was the perfect timing. Yeah. You know, it was the perfect timing. So on that on on that same month, I was without a uh, uh, without <laughs> a association. Kishinyu, Milton, Allen, and uh, same Paul. Paul yeah. was already under me. Yep. You know. So and then we had the uh, we had the guys from Roseville. Yep. Uh, John Holio. Yeah. They were. They also were under us because they were also waiting for us. You yeah. Know? Uh, but they they knew something was coming, so they were kind of like with an association too. So we kind of started the team with uh, already like ten, uh, th- ten affiliations, nice. and then nice. it just grew super fast from there. Yeah. So how do you, how did you grow the? I mean, the association. I I know at least in Arizona it's, it's huge. Um, but I mean, you're worldwide. I mean, yeah. there's like Korea, there's like other places. How, how do people get a hold of you? Like say there's a, there's a brown belt out there that doesn't have an association. They want to be part of a part of areas. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, they usually go through our website. Okay. Uh, they either, uh, sometimes, sometimes they, they hit us up on social media, yeah. you know, like maybe word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. Word of mouth. Yeah. Hit us up on social media, but we do have our website, mm. uh, Yeah. and they go through there. There's a link, you know, yeah. uh, become an affiliate and then they email us, mm. uh, the email is explain why, uh, they want to become an affiliate. Yeah. And, um, and we get to talk, we do like interviews, we talk, we go, we meet, you know? Yeah. And, uh, in the end of the day, the most important thing that we look for is, of course, uh, 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 the good person and yeah, all that. The vibe of the place, yes, everything. Yeah, and the view. You know, like uh, how how the person views jujitsu and mm-hmm. how, and how, what's that point of view on you know, like their uh, uh, what jujitsu means and what. Uh, uh, a team means for them yeah i think this is one of the most valuable things we care like we uh care about yeah you know, like um our team was always built on um uh, like friendly atmosphere and people that really want to get together and do stuff together yep. and you know like always with that environment and uh, help each other grow you know and all that we don't like if we make a mistake on the admission uh, and we find out anything after that, we uh, um, we, end, we end up going on separate ways. Yep. Yep. And it's not something that's forced. It's something that that, that just destiny. Yeah, like it's, when it's naturally happens, it naturally right? Happens. Yeah, naturally when you, happens. When you're not, when you're not walking certain direction, in, in the same direction, it just... You yeah, know, it, it's just like know. anything else, man. When you when you make a decision like to follow someone or to work somewhere or do whatever, once you see that your values don't align with that person or that company, you should probably part ways. Yeah. Right. And that's just pretty much what you're saying, right? The values don't align. It's better that we don't. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we tie, you know we always try to figure that out first. So, yeah. You know. So uh, uh, let's work in the future, right? Yes. So we don't yeah. have any problems, you know. But of course, uh, 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 it's. Like in life, even in, even marriage, yeah, you know, like, which this is almost marriage, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, even in marriage, that happens. So like, uh, uh, it does happen in business. It does have happens yep. in uh, teams also. So it's uh, uh, but it's a matter of correcting afterwards, you know. Yeah. And uh, and one thing that I say too, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never gonna say like I'm right and you're wrong. You know, we just. Think differently. Think differently. You know? That's it. Yeah. Just think differently. And same, same, uh, same. I think about students too. Like sometimes, uh, like I can say from my point of view, I'm the best. My school is the best school in town. 
But the other schools still have a tons of people. Yeah. You know? Why? Yeah. Because that school may be the best school for them. Yes. You know, and I had some students, like most of the students, uh, and when students come to my gym, it's because they're fine. They're, they're, they're looking for something better for them. Yep. And I've, I've had students leaving my gym and going to, the, to others' gym, and I might look and say, man, are you out of your mind? <laughs> you right, know, yeah. like, are you really yeah. leaving my gym to go to a school that's not even, you know? But, hey, if it's, if it's better for you, go ahead. Yeah. You know, like, I just, you know, I want my school to be uh, uh, with the right environment, yeah. you know? And I want you to be happy, you know? Yeah. And if you're not happy here and you're going to be happy there, go ahead. Yeah. You know? Like, I think, I think, you know, everyone should be where they find this. 100% happy. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's cool that uh, I think I'm sure that's a lot of influence from Alan early on. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I and I, uh, I use that example a lot all the time. You know, like yeah. If, if it wasn't for my instructor, if my instructor didn't allow me to train out of places, if my instructor didn't allow me to go to other places. Yeah. I'll never be what I am today. Yeah. You know? And I'm very thankful about it. And I can't I can't be different than no one else. Yeah. Know? And that's that's one thing that like, I mean, it's not it's not. <clears throat> it's not so unique to Aries that no one else does it, but I'm sure a lot of people do it. But one thing that Aries always encourages is the cross training oh, yeah. piece, right? Always, you guys have oh, always yeah. encouraged that. And I, I encourage that in my students. And, and, and like you said, like if a student leaves me and quits training, then I failed them. Right. But if they leave me to go somewhere else because their needs change, that's totally different. Yeah. Totally cool. I want what's best for them. Yeah. Um, but as far as cross training, like, um, did you ever, did you ever do like, um, like for me, if someone that I compete with completely kicks my ass, like I want to train with them. Like I want to know what they did, how they did it. Do you ever do that? Like cross train with people? Like maybe maybe they they didn't fight you, but their games are a little bit different. They're on a different team. Something oh, no, like that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> I, no, I I'm I'm a little. Uh, I'm not gonna say I'm uh, the biggest jujitsu nerd, but I'm pretty nerd. You're up there. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, up there. Somewhere <laughs> up there. You know, I'm somewhere up there. I'm super <clears throat> interested uh, about people's game. Yeah. I'm super interested in about people's games, about how they do it, and um, I'm a, 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 a man. Let me brag again. Okay, I'm a pretty. Sp- <laughs> hey, you're allowed to. This is a safe environment <laughs> okay, here. Good. Safe environment. All right, no judgments on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, I'm a pretty smart guy. Yeah. And I uh, and I I was actually talking to my wife about it the other day. Um, I think last week. I was like, I, I don't think I'm the most talented person. Right. At all. Yeah. Like I don't have. Uh, I'm not the. I'm, I don't have like those beautiful movements and my body moves this certain way and I'm super flexible. I have this nice, no, but I consider myself a very intelligent person that sees jujitsu different than a lot of people. Mm. Uh, uh, like a, I, can, I, I learn really fast anything. Uh, and I have the, I have a really good coordination and body awareness and understand really well the mechanics mm. And this is the way that I teach too. Uh, always when I teach, like I, I was joking this week with my students, I was I was going to teach. I taught Americana from side control, like uh-huh. a key lock, side yeah. control key lock. Took me twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes to show a freaking key lock from <laughs> right, side control. Yeah. You know, like uh, uh, um, just because I want to talk about every little part of your body and yeah. how it moves mm-hmm. and how, and how you can how you need to uh, control that situation so you can have the perfect uh, uh, 
timing, positioning, and control in order for that submission to work. Yeah. And I'll talk to you about how uh, uh, the mechanic of your body works to a certain way in order to do this and mm-hmm. how this relates to another position that you can also apply and yeah. this and that. And th- I think this is how I got my jiu-jitsu so much better because I started doing analogies yeah. of one move that one move that I learned, I can apply to tons of different ones. Yeah. You know, because I don't need to learn... 10 moves. If I learn this one here, everything else is going to be, uh, 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 inst- my instincts going to kick in, you know, yeah. like, um, my student just posted, I have a, a really high level wrestler student. Uh, she was like team USA team worlds. Wow. Uh, 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 she trained in the liquid center for her life, whole life. She's really, really good. And, uh, she posted a video. She, uh, she showed me a video. So I'm here, look at this because she gave me, a th- she, uh, took me down when I defended, uh, did I hit the map, pop back up, and I reshot her. And she's like, look at it. I was like, oh, pretty cool. And she was like, did you see what it did? I was like, uh, <laughs> came back up and took it down. Yeah. She's like, no, you ran my elbow this way, preventing me from hugging you and took it. And I was like, man. And I was like, I, so I ran her elbow in a way that I do to defend guard passes. Oh, yeah. But I did to defend a takedown instinctively. Yeah. Ju- but because... I understand the uh, 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 the mechanic that she that, that one thing that I, I know that I could open space for me to get out, not allowing her to turn into me because yeah. if I push her elbow this way, I want so just things like that, like knowing that the person cannot turn to the side that they're not looking, like yeah. your body won't turn that way if they're not looking that yeah. way, you know, things like that. That I'm pretty nerd about, like I yeah. like this a lot, yeah, and that so I think. Uh, um, this translated to my uh, uh, to my jujitsu, you know, yeah. like way more than like I'm a talent. I'm a talented guy. Like I, yeah, never, I yeah. never thought I was a very talented guy, you know. Yeah, and I and I can kind of speak to that. Uh, I think I've shared this with you several times. When um, I was a white belt, maybe maybe a year, maybe I had a couple stripes on my belt. You know, it's very new. And um, yours was the first seminar I'd ever been to, and I'd been training under Paul, right? And Paul is like. You know, he was he was teaching me, you know, these, you know, systems. Right. But no one had ever called it a system or a concept. Right. Until that seminar with you. We were talking about a system and a concept. I think it was like uh, we were doing hip clamps and and you were just just um, talking about if if applied properly, it translates into several different things. And, you know, mm-hmm. it translates a very basic sweep. Right. And then we were rolling under going after the legs and then taking the back and stuff like that. But ever since that day, I wouldn't say I'm a jujitsu nerd. I'm more of a jujitsu snob. Because I want to hear about systems and concepts. If you, if someone tells me, "Hey, I'm going to show you this really sneaky," you lost me. As soon as you say sneaky, I don't want to hear that shit. I, I, I don't want. I, I want to learn systems and concepts. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear sneaky stuff. I'm like that too. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really, I, I do appreciate that. That, that was a big. Just those two words that you use in that seminar, I've carried since white belt. Nice. Right. So that was really cool. Nice um, and now when I go to a seminar, you know, I. I want to see, you know, there's certain things like uh, we did a seminar with um, uh, Marcelo Garcia and it was like he was in town and of course I'm going to go. Right. And he was talking about controlling the distance when in the stand up Mm -hmm. every inch. Right. And he did this little this little drill with the hands that I it's hard to do with students because they're like, what the hell is this? But he's talking about controlling the hands. Right. Uh And if you control the hands, now you have control of the hands. Now you can control the distance to the collars. Right. Instead of just reaching into the collar and exchanging grips, he's controlling every bit. Right. And I'm like, 
I could have watched that for an hour, uh-huh. right? That would have been, the, and he went like to the, you know, to getting him on the ground, you know, passing the guard and taking the back and, you know, submitting it more for show, right? Because uh-huh. everybody uh-huh. paid so much money. They want all that shit. I would have, I would have been happy with that, with the hand fighting. Yeah. But then again, that's a system. That's a concept, right? Of the hand fight. That's how, that's the, the that's the same the way that I am. Like, and that translates to my teaching, you know, yeah. like the way that I, the way that I uh, uh, always view jujitsu, it's this way. It's like. Learn, not always view jujitsu, but like after my black belt, like I started uh, 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 being professional, only thinking about it, yep. and I start teaching too. Teaching definitely helped me grow so much. Yeah, and I think because of my teaching, I started to develop uh, 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 that way of thinking too. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, yeah, and today, like, and always on my and if you see even my techniques if you see my techniques if you see my game they're all like they're all connected yeah you know my guard passing game my guard passing game it's literally all connected it's it's this 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 yeah. this you know yep. you're gonna see connection in everything you're gonna see like a little concept in a different concept in it and everything yep. all correlated you yeah know? so uh, yeah jiu-jitsu is amazing man. it is it <laughs> is and it's and what i love about jiu-jitsu is that it's infinite yeah and and um you know for example when we were, uh, the last seminar you did our, at our academy, you showed the same move three different ways. You showed it at a very basic level, at an intermediate level, and then an advanced level. And if, if people were to just take the time, because I recorded all of it, if people were to just take the time to go through the three phases, right? Start with the very basic, work intermediate, work advanced. I think their game would flourish so much. But you have to be super patient, right? You have yeah. to be super patient with it. You have to be willing to put in the time, put in the reps. Um, I don't think that's something that we have today thanks to YouTube. You know what I mean? Like people want instant gratification. Yeah. They don't want to drill things a thousand times. They just want to move on to the next thing. And people like new students will ask me, well, you know, what about this sweep from here? What about that sweep from there? And I'm like, dude, escape mount. <laughs> then we'll talk, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you have that issue like with, with new students? Like, I mean, obviously they want the most cutting edge stuff. They want to be competitor, stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you take somebody that is really aggressively trying to pursue a competitive, let's call it a career, because that's what you can do now in jujitsu, right? Mm-hmm, it doesn't take you 10 yeah. years. Um, but how do, you, how do you draw them back and say, hey, let's, let's work on these very basic concepts first? So I do have a, a, a system in my gym. Mm-hmm. We, have, uh, we have our beginner curriculum, yeah. we have our intermediate classes, and we have our advanced classes. Yeah. So um, I limited the amount of people for my advanced classes. You have to uh, you have to have a certain amount of uh, stripes on their white belt. Okay. So in order to then for to do that, so uh, you complete the uh, you complete the uh, beginner course. The course, beginner course, you get one stripe, and then you work to get the other stripes mm-hmm. in order to go to the advanced class. Nice. So you're not gonna be better in bowling until you, I'm telling you, to, <laughs> you know, right. like yeah. you can watch on YouTube, but you're not doing it. Yeah, you're not doing yeah. it here, right? Know? So when they uh, when they complete the course, the uh, uh, the beginner course, they they learn how to escape from the mount, they yeah. learn how to escape from side control, they learn how to submit from mount, they learn how to submit from side control, they learn how to escape the back, they know how to take the back, they know how to uh, half guard, and so they learn basically uh, all the uh, I'm not gonna say all, but like a little foundation. Yeah. So uh, I like to say uh, my beginner class is the root, mm-hmm. and then the truck is the uh, intermediate class. Yeah, and then the advanced class is the flowers, all and, the leaves you know, and, the everything, leaves and yeah. everything. Yeah, so man, you can't skip it. Yeah, you know you can't skip it. So uh, when you when you complete the foundation, when you complete the root, when you have the root there, then you can move into the trunk. You can move into a uh, 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 you. Can, 
So you're going to, so if I showed you how to take the back, how to do a little submission on the back, now we can start on applying more stuff there on the back. Yeah. I just showed you how do one basic submission from the mouth, like cross stroke from the mouth. Yeah. Now I'm gonna show you armbar. Now I'm gonna show you a bunch of different stuff and how to control and different stuff from there. And I also like, like I said, it took me 20 minutes to show. I was covering. I, I don't teach the, 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 the beginner class in my gym anymore, but I was covering for one of my instructors. Yeah. And uh, uh, took me 20, 20 minutes to show what I can do from there. <laughs> and I was telling, uh, and why? Because I'm worried about you learning the control from there. Yeah. Because this is the fundamental. Mm -hmm. You know, once you learn the fundamental aspect of that technique which is how to control side control you know then it's so then you can look at youtube and move and you're going to be able to apply right. yeah you know right. like yeah <coughs> people yeah. say you know one thing you know an example and i give that example when i show mouth position when i show choke from the mouth also talks also takes me 20 minutes to short choke from the mouth <laughs> right. um, i give roger grace example yeah everyone talks about how roger Grace choke from the mouth is amazing I'm not going to say I disagree with that, but there's something way more amazing than that. It's his mouth control. Mm -hmm. The fact that he taps everyone from there, it's because nobody can get out of there. Yeah. You know, like if there is a, a, a 220 pound guy on top of you for eight minutes trying to do one thing and you're wasting all your energy on trying to get out of there and you can't, yep. he's going to get it one way or the other. Yeah. You know, you can have a great defense. Uh, like, you can see people, like, just trying to cover the neck. Yep. But you're going to be wasting your energy there trying to escape. Yeah. You don't want to stay there, you know? Yeah. And that choke's going to be little by little coming in. I don't think it's the amazing technique on his cross choke. Right. You know? But the way that he controls the mount, the way that he uh, uh, distributes his weight, the way that he widens his knees, the way that he closes his foot, yeah. the way that he, is, man. It's it, beautiful. It, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And this is what I try to pass to my students. How to control, how are you going to give, how, how to cross stroke from the mount without giving up position? Yeah. How to Americana from side control without giving up position? Because, like, and I, I tell my students one thing too, like, you can know, 10,000 moves from the mount. If you can't keep the mount, you're not going to get Doesn't any. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get any. You know? Yeah. But if you know one move, I'm not saying Roger knows only one move, but he <laughs> only wanted to do one move and he got it. He got it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Why? Because nobody escaped from the mount. Yeah. You know, so if you understand jujitsu like that, so if you're worried about like how the body works, and how, like, in side control, side control, there's two lines of pressure. There's two lines. There's a hip line. There's a shoulder line. Yep. In order for you to escape from that, you need to move one of those lines. One or the other. Yep. If I control both lines, you're not escaping. Yeah. If I leave one leave one alone, but I'm fully controlled the other one, you're not escaping either. Yeah. You know? So if I'm able to apply submissions without uh, leaving, con leaving the control at least one of them, I'm getting it. Yep. You know, but yeah. then when I get too greedy and I forget about this and go all into a submission, I'm losing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what that that's what beginners don't understand. Yep. Because they want to go for that submission. And like, <laughs> a funny thing, like you, you can just see a beginner, a, a brand new white belt trying to trying to mount from side control. Yeah. 
Oh you yeah. Know? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They step right into half guard. <laughs> half guard. You know, yeah. like right into half yep. guard. And yeah. why is that? Because they don't understand the control. Yeah. You know, they don't understand how to how to do a proper control there. All right, get the underhook, get super nice, neutralize the shoulder line. Now you go with the knee, slide slowly, the knee through yeah. slowly through the hip line. Yeah. Now you're controlling the shoulder line and the hip line. Yeah. Spread a person apart, create space. You need space to land on the other side. So now open that space. Okay, you extend the person, hip line, uh, uh, hip line control, shoulder line control. Now, once you're almost there, you got one split second to put a foot on the mat. Yeah. Because you're going to lose control of that, of that hip line for one split second. Yeah. If your foot hits that mat with one split second, you're good. Yep. That's it. Yeah. You know, but making a, making a, Two-day white belt, do that. It's not easy. It's not easy, yeah. So when they complete the course, when they complete the white belt course, the beginner course, and then they start moving into all-level course, the intermediate course. Yeah. And then once, uh, uh, and then that's what I tell my instructors too, like, uh, they're like, oh, so is there a time limit? Uh, uh, is, is there a time for me ch- uh, to promote the other stripes in order to, uh, to make them eligible to go to your class? I was like, no. It's when you think... They can do my moves. Yeah, if you think they can do my moves, if you can, if you think they can go to the advanced class, if you think they can know how to control the positions in order to be able to apply, and I'm not saying do the technique though. Right. Like right. doing the technique, uh, my daughter does the technique. Right. You know, but yeah. is my daughter able to hold you in place while she's doing the technique? Right. You know. Yeah. So that's the, so that's the thing. So when uh, uh, when that when that a uh, 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 beginner is able to uh, 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 control and have a good positioning yeah. and uh, 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 fundamentals to start to uh, so the leaves can come out. Yep. Then it's time for them to go to the yeah, class. yeah, yeah. So they they have to understand the concept before they can blossom into anything else. Exactly. Basically, yeah, yeah that's exactly. cool. That's exactly. cool. Do you do you allow um, your your beginner class? Do, do they do they roll? Do they spar at all? They do position sparring. Positional, yeah. yeah so do we. They do position yeah, we do the same sparring. Thing. Yes, yeah. they do position sparring, <clears throat> and then uh, uh, I finish the uh, so uh, I finish the class, and then uh, uh, in on the morning class we have some uh, open mats afterwards. Too. Okay. So if uh, uh, more experienced they want to cuz sometimes to some white belt they don't want to train. Yeah. But if you tell them to train they will. Yep. You know, yep. and sometimes they don't want to train. Yeah. You know, um, they don't feel like they are in shape to train. They don't right. feel like ready to train and yep. all that and then you kind of you tell them to train and they feel pressured. Yeah. So I finish the class uh, in the morning class because I don't have a class after. So I finish the class if they want to train afterwards because I know I have some uh, other uh, 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 students that would like to train, some yeah. blue belts and all, that they still go to that, to that class. Okay. Um, so I allow them to train. Yeah. But a lot of the beginners, they leave. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's cool. So um, I, I want to I backtrack a little bit. <clears throat> we were talking about your relationship with Gustavo Dantes. Gustavo mm-hmm. Dantes, we're, um, I was actually talking to one of his students on the podcast the other day. And, you know, I credit him and Megaton with uh, doing more for jiu-jitsu in Arizona than just about anybody. Maybe Jay Page has been around uh, almost as long. You know what I mean? They, uh-huh. They've done a lot for jiu-jitsu in Arizona. Um, but uh, I was always curious, like, how does a guy that comes from a... That's okay. I was always curious to know, like, how does a guy that comes from a tro- tropical paradise come to Arizona and be like, yeah, this is going to be all right. You know what I mean? I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> how did your relationship start with Gustavo? Did you know him from back in Brazil? I didn't. Okay. I did not know. So... um 
It was uh, it was that story that I was talking about. It was in Brazil. Yep. And uh, uh, he reached out, and then uh, yeah, let's uh, um, let's uh, uh, um, oh, you want to come? Oh, actually, uh, actually, it was Christina. Okay. So uh, Christina used to train at Caesars. Okay. Uh, Christina used to, tra- used to train at Caesars uh, when I first got there. Gotcha. So and then she moved to Arizona, and then she reached out and said, "Hey, hey Samir, uh, you want to come in? Uh, uh, Gustavo is putting a tournament. Yeah. And uh, uh, you can referee, and you can also fight this tournament. It's like yeah. a thousand bucks, a thousand dollar prize. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, I don't know, I don't remember if it was a sixteen man bracket or an eight uh, man bracket." Um and you uh, uh you can ref and then compete yeah you know I uh I was like yeah let's do it you know I remember was at Rio Open I was at Rio International Open uh in Rio I was there right, one year after I moved here I went there to Brazil to renew my visa okay and then uh, to come back here and I uh, uh yeah and then I come back I came back in uh, August and the tournament was in October mm-hmm. it was Southwest. Oh, okay. It was yeah, yes. Yeah. And then the tournament was so exciting. That's awesome. And so that, that was uh, when I actually met Gustavo, and then we started talking. And then we got along really well since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, me and Gustavo, I think um, uh, we have very similar uh, work ethics, mm-hmm. you know. that. You mean like just work all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's an ethic. I think that's a life, dude. Yeah. Anyway, uh, not only that. Yeah. That too, but uh, just the way that we like to work, the way that we like to uh, have people around us. Yeah. You know, uh, we like to have people that think like us to have the same work ethics. Yeah. Working uh, with us. Yep. You know, and uh, Gustavo is like that too. Gustavo is the kind of guy that. Um, if you mess up, like, for example, refereeing, I'll give an example of the mm. refereeing, even though, like, he gives me, uh, like, a 100% of the control. Yeah. Like, he, uh, uh, for example, if you make a mistake refereeing, let's say he would be like, he can, he can get better. He can study, he can keep going and get more experience, he will get better. But if you see that uh, you are, like, lacking tragedy or yeah. anything like that, yeah, he'll cut you off. Yeah, you know, and I'm kind of like that too. Yeah, you know, like uh, like we spoke about before, um, if I have values do online and all that. Like, yeah. uh, I think humans make mistake. Yep, you know, humans make mistake. We can make mistake, learn from them, and grow. You yeah. know, and same like same that that's uh, uh, I'm like that too with with work with jujitsu with uh, my instructors with anything I'm related to. Yeah, you know, like we're humans, we make mistake. Yep, you know. And like that, we grow with it. But if it's in, if it's your integrity, if it's out of character and mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. I think um, it's might not work out, and yeah. we might prevent something worse yeah. later if we just absolutely you know? yeah. So uh, and I, I like I like working with Gustavo a lot, and he's uh, Gustavo is a very straightforward guy. Uh, he this is it, you know, like he, uh, uh, this is it. He's going to, uh, uh, he is super, uh, uh, man, honest guy works really well. I, I'm like that too. We have good views, him views, you know, yeah. like, and yeah, um, been working with him for 12 years, yeah. you know, like we, uh, 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 then 
of course, we worked at 12 years to become good friends, you know, Oops. like, of course. Uh, uh, um, and like I said, I think, I think we just have our views in our work ethics very aligned. You yeah. Know? Like it just, uh, uh, it, it works really well. It works really well. That's good. So, um, so being the head referee for, for his, the, I, I, I don't know if it's in his, his league, right. Is AZBJJL. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a group of referees and they're all really good. They're all really good. And mm-hmm. we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Um, the reason why we support tournaments that we support. And I try to, you know, again, it's hard to rein in students that want to be competitors, right? Mm-hmm. But I also tell them that of the utmost importance to me is athlete safety. Yeah, 100%. At, I don't care if you never learn a damn thing from me. If I keep you safe, I'm happy. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. That also goes for tournaments. The reason I support the AZBJJL, IBJJF, because it's almost the same referees, right? Uh-huh. A lot of them are the same yeah. referees. But they spend a lot of time and money and effort on training the referees mm-hmm. and making sure that they're in the right position and making sure that they're making the right calls. They make mistakes, just like you said, yep. right? But there's always checks and balances to to that kind of stuff, right? And you're going to have a, a, a new referee who's a little nervous, might miss a call, yeah. just happens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you may have a veteran referee that can be there and be like, hey, you know, this is what we need to do to correct this, right? Yeah. Um, but... What what is the process? Uh, well, I, I guess I should you know finish finish one up. My my thought my my thought is other organizations that come to town and I'll, they'll re- remain nameless. I get turned off by them because they're calling academies, going, "Hey, does anybody there want a ref?" Yeah, like what? <laughs> like you just throw a t shirt on and all of a sudden you're referee. I disagree. Yeah, right. Too. There's a lot more yeah. to it. What what do you put into referees in in your organization? All right, so that comes back to uh, what we were talking about, Gustavo. Yeah. Uh, Gustavo is the kind of guy that he will uh, take money out of his pocket and he will invest money into the best referees mm-hmm. because the safety and the yep. name of his uh, uh, association of yep. his uh, 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 league. Yeah. So uh, um, for the past twelve years, of course, the the, the jiu-jitsu here in Arizona grew tremendously. Yeah. Uh, the level of comp- competitors, the level of the tournament grew so much too. And uh, part of that is because Gustavo was willing to invest mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. So I mentioned the first time I came here was just to uh, do the tournament and to compete. Yeah. And Gustavo was doing everything. Gustavo was the head ref. Gustavo was the recoordinator. <laughs> Gustavo was running the tournament. Gustavo yeah. was doing everything. Yeah. You know, and he was used to that because he used to do that in his academy. You oh. know, he was to yep. run the tournaments in his academy doing like that. And then I told him, I was like, Gustavo, uh, 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 I can help you with that. We can do. Uh, I can help you get referees. I can help you running the turn, uh, running the uh, referees and all that. And um, I was already uh, um, um, refereeing for a long time and yeah. all that. Not long time, but I was refereeing. Is always very into it. And uh, I was refereeing for MGGF, of course. And he was like, "Okay." So let's do it next time we do, uh, we see how it goes and, you know, we go from there. We do a test and we go from there. So I, I put the refs together uh, and he always was willing on bringing refs from out of town since we didn't have as much referee. Yeah. He never, and it was in one thing that he always said, like, referees to a ref for, her, for us needs to have IBJJF course. So they need to be IBJJF certified because yeah. if we follow IBJJF rules, he wanted IBJF certified uh, uh, referees. Yeah. And so that I always brought refs from out of town. So we used to have six mats, sometimes some tournaments, even four mats, yeah. because it was very small back then. 
and we always had some tournaments we had 100% of the referees from out of town. Wow. So imagine a small tournament with only four mats bringing everyone from out of town, you know, yeah. like tickets, hotel, yeah, and of course the payout, you know. Yeah. So he was but he never he was never trying to be cheap on that. You yeah. know, never, never. Yeah. He always w- was willing to invest to have the higher highest level tournaments that he could possibly have. Yeah. And uh, uh um and that comes down to the work ethic that we were talking about, yeah. you know, and I'm exactly like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, since the beginning, that was the plan and to go. But of course, the plan was also to try to uh, build referees here in Arizona. Yep. But it was a long term. It was a long term plan because. Uh, more uh, there, there wasn't even as much black belts here. Yeah, you know, so more people was coming here, more gyms were coming here, and and <laughs> it, it's it's even funny to be here remembering the yeah. how the tournaments it, it was before and now it's just a complete like again like a person a white belt a blue belt who just walked into the tournament today. Oh my gosh, you know, and yeah. then they look back and they're like, and then uh, if I tell them the stories back then, they're like, yeah. "Wow, you know." Yeah. Like imagine even before that when Gustav was running to like uh, the show in his academy. So, um, but yeah, so uh, we always invested in ter- in the uh, in the referees having always the uh, uh, only certified black belt, certified. Uh, um, uh, I believe for referees, yeah. and then uh, I started teaching referee courses here in Arizona, yep. uh, which was very nice too. We started producing more uh, referees in, here in Arizona. We kept always bringing uh, uh, referees, and um, and then we came up with a rule where uh, everyone needs to have a updated black uh, updated. Uh, um, uh, certif- certification for IBJJF, so you can't be that guy who did this, uh, who got certified referee uh, ten years, ten years ago, ago and yeah. want to come and train, you know, yeah, and you want to come and, uh, 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 and ref because the rules change. Yep. Rules change almost every year, every yeah. couple of years, and uh, uh, we want you to be on top of the game. We want you to be updated with the yep. rules. No, that's so, smart. Yeah, so, and and, uh, uh, and this tournament was actually the first tournament ever that we didn't bring anyone from out of town. Really? Of course, yes. No kidding. That's First great. First ever. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, and we still and we still had uh, two extra refs, which I used so we could uh, train interns. Yes, I I noticed that today. Uh, I think there was a white belt match where there were the three referees. Yes, and people are like, "Why are they doing three? And I'm like, "They're training the guy in the middle. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And 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 yes. that's brilliant. That's a really yes. good way. And it gives a guy in the middle a little bit less anxiety. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. I, I don't ma- want, I don't ever want to be a ref. <laughs> I could not imagine, dude. No, I, yeah, if they mess, if, if he messes up, we have two experienced refs on the side yep. that correct his calls. Yeah, you know, so uh, it's the best way to Fantastic. have interns. You yeah. know, so uh, looking back and seeing today, we have, and again, it comes down to a promoter mm. who is willing to invest money into his, uh, 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 into his league. Yeah. He's paying extra refs to be there training the intern. Yep. You know, and then we see other federations willing to uh, pay low money to lower belts in order for them to ref for they, them. They've offered know? me. 
like to ref. I'm like, you're out of your mind? No, I can't do that. Um, you know what? Like, I, it's not that I couldn't do it. I can't do it for as long as you guys do it. Like, after a while watching jujitsu, I wouldn't even remember who's on bottom and who's on top. And I'll just, I don't know, I'll just start giving points out. But um, one thing I did notice, um, given again, going back to Gustavo, the work ethic, the, the, the money he invests in, in his local tournaments, is when I first started doing these tournaments, I, I can't remember what registration was like. I don't know, $80 or something. I don't can't remember. But but then um, there was always a wow factor the following year. So my first tournament was Southwest Classic. Mm-hmm. So um, if you take Southwest Classic that, that year versus the following year, it was like, okay, the little banner that holds the podium thing isn't made out of PVC anymore. It's a nice metal stand that looks professional, right? Yeah. And then the following year, it's like, oh, we got updated electronics. That's pretty cool. And then you got updated televisions. And then and then the... the um, all of the tables have, you know, the covers on them. And then all of the mat court. This is this is a progression year over year. And the mats too. Yes, brand the mats, new mats. Brand new mats. And then the, all the mats. Yep. The mat coordinators have iPads now. And then and, and everything updates right away. It didn't before. Yep. Right? No. The price hasn't gone up. It, it maybe maybe ten dollars. And and now we have we went from the Phoenix uh Phoenix College, which is a small venue that we all yeah. grew five years ago, into this brand new, beautiful uh, you know, Bell Bank Park, whatever it's called. Yeah. And the prices didn't go up. And also an investment. Yeah. You know, so uh, we go to this huge. So basically, uh, uh, he went to a place where he has space to grow. Yep. You know, he didn't he just didn't just go to a little uh, uh, no. bigger there. No, he no. went huge. big. Yeah. Now we have space to grow. Now yeah. we can do. Imagine like when we are able to do two days. Yeah. In this huge twelve mats, awesome space. You yeah, know? way better now. We have uh, now we're able to have boots. Now we're able to have uh, uh, yep. uh, stands yep. and all that. So it's uh, it's definitely an upgrade. And this has been the whole time. Every tournament I come in, and then Gustavo calls me. We have video calls. We have talks. Yeah, and, uh, um, and always uh, uh, give me the, some of have this idea what do you think what do you think how do you do it there and what do you think uh, i'm thinking about doing this the things gonna work and then when we i start with the coaches too and all yeah. that so it's uh everything is so planned out it seems like gustavo thinks about it every day yeah you know, like how yeah. to his uh his mindset is always how am i gonna make better the experience yeah for the person who walks into yeah. my uh, uh to my tournaments yeah, yeah. And, there, and and this is the same guy that has an association gd association right he has his own academy here. He has a podcast, and I believe he has a YouTube channel in Portuguese and in English. Yeah. And yet, you know, he's still trying to research how to make his tournament better. So that's that's a lot of work. Yeah, Again, mental coach. Mental coach. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're talking like we we're talking earlier, ten things at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's crazy work ethic. So that's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So what about you, man? What's what's um, in the near future for you? What what do you um, uh, do? You have anything coming up that uh, that you want people to know about? Um. Yeah. No. Um. Um. I'm I'm there in my school. Yeah, Modesto, California. Yeah. Um, focus on uh, focus on growing the school. Focus on some uh, some of my pers- personal goals too. Yeah. Um, I uh, I'm still uh, I'm still uh, with some goals in uh, competing too. I'm doing. Uh, I'm very likely I'm doing Master Worlds. Nice. Uh, yeah, I do want to do Master Worlds. I was injured uh, not long ago. I had yeah. a neck injury. I was without training for a little bit, but then I start coming back little by little, and then focusing on other on, on other things in my life too. And uh, now I get back in training, so I'm thinking about doing Master Worlds. So, yeah, 
So very cool man. for that. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, uh, we've been going for an hour and 36 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 I want to thank you first of all. I, I mean, I took advantage of you being in town to get you in here. This was awesome. No, it was nice. Um, but, uh, Tell us where people can find you, social media-wise, uh, YouTube, anything like that. You want to put that out there? Yeah. Uh, uh, Samir Chantre, uh, Samir Chantre on uh, uh, Instagram. That's my, this is definitely my most active uh, uh, social media. Yeah. I, uh, uh, um, yeah, I think Samir Chantre on uh, Instagram is the best way to go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so if you guys um, have um, seminars in mind um, and he's not – traveling the world you definitely want to get Samir in for a seminar I've learned so much from you man I really appreciate you um, but before we let anybody leave we got to do a lightning round of questions give me one second can you what yeah do you mind if I ask the question so we can edit it in okay so you tell me if I get it wrong all right <clears throat> so um, so uh, talking about uh, teaching a class a mixed levels class where you have brand new white belts to black belts and you want to kind of bring the class in, like have everybody participate and grow at the same time. What is your what is your um, philosophy, routine, whatever you want to whatever you want to call it, on keeping everybody engaged and learning at the same time, holding the the um, the um, the black belts, uh, you know, keeping them engaged, and also providing the white belts a a level of experience where they can get something out of the class as well. Right. So. Um in order for you to have a plan on what to teach in a mixed level class, you have to have a plan on what to teach in the fundamental class mm -hmm. and in the advanced class. Yeah. So if you don't have a root, you don't have a chunk. Mm. And why would you have a chunk if you don't have, if you're not planning on having uh, leaves? Right. You know, so um, this, this mid part, it's where... It's it's when you know uh, uh, you know your white belts know the fundamentals. Yeah. Right. If they know the fundamentals, they'll be able to do this. Yeah. They'll be able to if, if they have the roots, they'll be able to grow the trunk. Yeah. Uh, uh, the trunks, right? So, um, um, for example, if like like the example that I was doing, uh, uh, if you know that if you know that your white belts. They know how to. They know how to uh, uh, control a side control. Yep. You know they know the fundamentals of the side control, right? So uh, you don't need to go to a Americana from side control, right? If you're in a mixed levels, but you can go to a nice amber from there. Yeah. You know because the nice amber will work if they have the knowledge of the side control. Yep. You know? Like you said, controlling the shoulder line and, exactly. and waistline. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Very cool. So same thing. Like you can do a back take. Because they know how to control the back, yep. and they know how to control the situation before that. Yeah, you know, like uh, if you do a, let's say, you do a lahiva uh, 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 back take, mm -hmm. and then okay, let's go through the lahiva and go to the back take. But your your white belt needs to know what guard is. Yep, you know, and and all that, and knowing how to uh, guard, how to do guard retention, how to prevent. Uh, uh, not to mess it up yeah. in order to right. uh, 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 go into a technique from there. You yeah. know? So if you have if you have the understanding uh, on that that your students know the fundamentals, then you just grow the tree from there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then once and then you can start going into something more advanced 
when they already been through certain uh, 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 like a certain time yep. in that uh, 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 intermediate class. Makes that perfect makes sense. Like yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. <coughs> All right. So this is the lightning round of questions, right, and um, there are no wrong answers. All right. So um, and uh, let me see. Make sure I get the right ones because. Okay, here we go. What's your favorite cheat meal? Burger. <laughs> All right. What's the longest you've gone without brushing your teeth? Shoot. I don't know. A day? <laughs> uh, name a dumb song you secretly like. Probably oh, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys? <laughs> yeah, that's a good... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you, <laughs> I just pictured you listening to Backstreet Boys. Uh, do, you, do you like to sleep in or take a nap? Sleep in. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. DC or Marvel? Marvel. Do you try? Would you rather travel into the future or back in time? Into the future. Rolling Stones or Elvis? Damn it, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm not that old. <laughs> There's everybody's a Rolling Stones or an Elvis guy. Listen, Samir, thank you. This has been a lot of fun, man. I really appreciate you coming in, and I, I hope we can do it again sometime. Have a nice. But yeah, uh, yeah. so um, again, guys, if you're looking for um, Samir Chantre, uh, again at on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook, you can find them all over the place. If you like the show and you want to, if and you want to support it, please like and subscribe. And thank you guys for listening. Have a great night. Thanks, man. All right, thank you, thank you, guys.